Greg. Mike. Two bandits. Watching. This episode is called Basic Talk with Dan Blum, a.k.a. Uncle Stripe. What up, party people, and welcome to episode 128 of Two Bandits Watching Bluey. Wait, what? what? I'm your good pal, Greg Painter, and with me, yes, he knows what happens when you hog, and his name is... I typically go by Mike Martin. Thank you so much for introducing me. Mike, usually I chat you up, see how you're doing, ask about your week. But we've got a special one for you. You spoke this into existence last week. You said, we need to have this year be the year of special guests. And we don't get much more special than this. Well, I mean, we're at a limited time frame. The seasons are short. It's it's getting closer. They're they're running out of episodes. And I need some cool people to talk to. Exactly. That's so we're, the only way I can so do So we're it. having a facey talk, talk today. today. With a good friend of ours. You may know him as a sound designer on Bluey. You may know him as the writer of Squash, one of my favorite episodes. But you probably know him as Uncle Stripe, Australia's favorite uncle. It's Dan Brom. Dan, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. <laughs> no worries, guys. Thanks for the intro. Welcome aboard, my friend. How are you? Yeah, good. Um, just kind of... Yeah, as I was saying before, reading some of the stats about the popularity of Bluey in America, it's it's kind of, it spins you out because you get lost in a bubble here in our little city in Brisbane, Australia, making the show. You know, sure. It's full on and you're sort of in your studio. You don't sort of look, you, you kind of, you don't get to look around at the sort of impact it's having. And then you sort of see stats like it's the second most streamed show in the US. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of... Yeah, it spins you out. It's it started as a real little show. Now it's it's absolutely massive, and it's part of the cultural fabric. And it's just like it's always been there now. But yeah, it's very true. My uh, my girls were just talking a uh, nine and six. The ten new episodes that just dropped have been on repeat in our house. There's not an age range for Bluey. You can be. Uh, six you can be 40 and anything in between so uh it's definitely popular and that's why we appreciate so much you being here today yes some of my favorite episodes those latest 10 that just released in america too like relax and Stickbird and and oh Stickbird is like my friend i couldn't tell you thing one about the game of cricket i know four points and six points but i don't know how you get them but i've watched that maybe five six times and i can't help but cry yeah right up at the end like multiple times during that one that one just hits hard that's great to know how would it sort of how is it going to sit with america where cricket is such an unusual game but clearly it's just the themes of it resonate across cultures it's amazing that episode i've, I've must have watched it a thousand times while i was working on it and it gets you every Fucking time right at the end with the it's okay we'll, it's like we'll put, a, we'll put a big girl bark in there it's okay <laughs> if you need to it's all right so i'm excited to, i'm excited to talk facey time with you but i have to know i ask every guest what their oh, bluey origin story is but i think i have so to cute. ask you what's your uncle stripe origin story how did this come to be did you expect him to be such i mean one of the main characters in the show did you think this was going to be a one-off thing how did this all come to play yeah, well, when um, when the show was kind of it got picked up, and Joe was my brother, Joe was writing the show. Um, 
I'm a sound designer, so I wanted to do the sound for it, but I'm also a voice actor. I'm like, oh man, I'd love to be voicing a character in this show. But I didn't want to sort of push it on my brother too much. But then I saw a script appear on my desk that was for Horsey Ride. And I was looking through and there's a character called Uncle Stripe. And that's what my brothers have always called me because I've got this weird, see, gray stripe down the middle of my head. Yeah. My older brother. (laughs) There's a character in, you know, the old 80s film Gremlins? There's a little character called Stripe that has a white stripe down his head. They call me Stripe. So (laughs) they just call me Uncle Stripe. So then I saw a character in the script, Uncle Stripe, went, hey, I think this could well be written for me. So, so yeah, I was pretty stoked. And it's, look, he's a really fun character to play because it's it's kind of just an extension of myself and my own sort of way of sure. with the kids and stuff like that. Now, how? I mean, this is an early question to ask that because usually we ask that awkward question at the end, but how does it feel to be the more relatable father when it comes to the blue <laughs> universe? Because honestly, when I see Stripe, I'm like, yeah, dog, you got this. Yeah, Versus we all want to. We all want to be a tier. bandit. We all are actually Uncle Stripes. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. Um, he's kind of the achievable parent. I think, like, he still loves his kids, and he's still a great dad. Oh, as sure. we all are. Oh, yeah. But it's just nice to lie on a couch and look at him yeah. like he's doing a facey <laughs> talk, and it's hard. Like all the the psychology of sort of modeling behaviors and kind of that's hard and it's evidenced in facey talk um because look stripes probably like me in that i didn't really read many parenting books or any parenting books so you're sort of winging it you know you're kind of winging it and you're like ah i've got this how how hard could it be and it's really i saw a TikTok on how to parent good one time but you know other than that that's all it takes i'm I'm sure i covered all the all the essentials (laughs) condensed down to a 30 second tiktok yeah so he's a funny character he's not in that many episodes but i like that he's just kind of he's pretty high intensity in a lot of his episodes you know in stump fest and and facey talk um you learn a lot about him in a little amount of time i think and and this is a a great one too this episode because there's a lot of really great themes there's how much tech is too much tech there's the challenges of co-parenting there's the challenges of how do you air quote discipline a child and and what if your spouse has different thoughts and i'm excited to get to those yeah but first we need to see what our friends at wiki bluey have to say about this episode please please greg give me the synopsis from wiki bluey hey greg yeah what's a facey talk bluey and bingo love to video chat with muffin and socks so they all can draw pictures together when muffin won't give socks a turn the kids discover what happens when you hog Boom shakalaka. Pretty straightforward. So we'll, like I said, we'll get into the nitty gritty and the little hidden secrets and fun in this. But Dan, I want to give you the open salvo. What does this episode mean to you? Like I said, there's a lot of different Uncle Stripe episodes. And this one tears more towards the, uh, more learning, I would say, in this one than you get necessarily in a stump fest. Yeah. Look, this episode is just a typical Saturday in my my family. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's... It's kind of like it's the comedic version of my Saturday, but they're basically follow this standard narrative path. So I've got two daughters and then a little boy, and my eldest daughter is a muffin. She's lovely, she's high energy, and she's willful. Of course. So yeah, like this is 
was basically method acting this episode for me. <laughs> you know, it was like it was bringing back some memories of some some sort of uh, impassioned moments in my family. The uh, yeah, the 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 thing that makes it relatable is just you see you see the bags under Stripe's eyes too during the episode where he's 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 talkered. Yeah, and and the girls are going to be doing their thing. Well, and enjoying themselves in their own way. Look, it's look, I, I love lying on a couch if I can, but it's the worst thing sure. to do. I've learned through a lot of dedicated practice. It's the worst thing to do when you're parenting because if you're lying on that couch and for any reason you have to get off that couch, everything is ten times harder. <laughs> Just that, that great line is like, yeah, yeah, I got this. I was about to say that grunt when you stood up was perfect. <laughs> so, so, man, it's method acting. Like, I, I know that feeling. Um, Tell me to stand up from a couch. I got this. <laughs> yes, you better switch the thing up. But it's interesting, too. Like, right as where we start into the episode and the girls are asking to do a facey talk with Socks and Muffin, Chili's like, I don't know. She, she's really concerned about it. Do we want to do a facey talk? When Trixie gets involved, I don't know. I'm so busy. I can't pay attention. And, it, and it's really tough because growing up, if we wanted to play with our friends, we'd have to go down the road, drive somewhere. I live in a fairly remote area growing up. There weren't a lot of people to drive to. But my, my eldest, Emily, facey talks online on Kids Messenger with a friend in Florida now. There's no copyright breaking. They here, go. Okay. They go in. They go. They go and play Roblox there and have go. imaginative okay. play with each other, pretending that they are, run a grocery store together. And it's yeah. like, why in the world? Yeah. It's it's great what they have, but it's when is it too much? Well, I think I reckon this episode was sort of its genesis was the COVID lockdowns when that's you couldn't leave the house and so you had to do facey talks. Sure. For us parents, it was like, how much iPad is too much iPad? But what the hell else is there to do during lockdowns? Like, yeah. so you're sort yeah. of torn between, oh, I don't know, that's enough screen time, but also like, well, what else are you going to do? Right. And it's easy as our, our generation who never had it to eat, say, oh, that's going to rot your brain. Don't do that. I feel like a lot of times this technology opens up avenues for kids. Yeah. Again. Absolutely. If you live in a remote place, if your friends move away, you can still stay connected in a way that we never could as children. Yeah, well, <laughs> I realize the slight hypocrite in me. I'm always like, kids, get off the iPad, I'll start watching TV and get outside and play. And so, hang on, me and my brothers, we used to play a lot of Commodore 64 and watch a lot of mainline Astro Boy and, and Voltron and he-man and commodore 64 games uh, we played outside but yeah we sure tv was a huge part of our childhood for sure every now and then it's that level where you're like didn't i do that for a little bit too i remember <laughs> i remember a lot of my childhood when you said commodore 64 and voltron i just went to another place for a minute that took me back to uh to some younger days my friend it's a simpler time got to love it what <laughs> exactly is it? is it though because that's is that what they're trying to convey too? Is they're still experiencing that, and that's their version of yeah, this. Absolutely, the Roblox is their escape. Granted, it's it's a better experience for them because it's got more behind it, but they're still experiencing personal involvement in something yeah. that gives them. And, and they're they're not just Mario trying to jump on a, a Goomba or anything. They're actually like imaginative play they have with these different. Right. things too it's, it's crazy yeah. 
kids have it so easy nowadays. Basically what I'm saying. So something I was thinking is that, yeah, when we were kids, I grew up in Cairns, um, North Queensland, which is a smaller city. We're just out all day playing with our neighbours. I used to, I was six, I used to ride my bike like two suburbs over on my own and just you'd come back at night or whatever and you'd had a great day. No one would care. But these days, I wouldn't do that with my kids. I wouldn't, I don't, we don't let them out of our sight. So they're sort of, it's almost like the house is like this little kind of prison in a way. It's a prison with lots of iPads and sugary treats and stuff. But it's like they can't just run down the road and play with the neighbor's kids because you sort of got to be supervising that. So they do play with each other really well, my kids. But, you you know, the facey talks that and the Roblox, that does allow them to interact with their school friends. And, yeah, be yeah. and creative. And we just – we did it differently back in the 80s. Um, and It's not the 80s, Pat. <laughs> Sorry, lying fruit. Yeah, I love that episode. So um, another concept, another concept I really like in this episode because I feel like every episode has the the theme that ties everything together, and in this episode it's hogging. It's what happens when you hog and don't hog so much, and I feel like it's kind of thrown in there late. I I watch because I am old now, Dan, and I can't hear for spit. <laughs> So I have the, the captions on whenever I'm watching, and I didn't really notice it until this most recent time, but we're actually talking about who's hogging the parenting, too. Oh, yeah. Because Stripe says, I feel like you hog the parenting sometimes, yeah. which is a very interesting concept. Again, parenting, oh, it's a two-way street. It's really hard when I was raised one way, you were raised another way. Where's the middle? And it, it's just heady concepts again for a show that's on disney junior yeah. that i'm getting like life license as a 40 year old watching here yeah that's right <sighs> yeah why you got to do that to us man like <laughs> <laughs> no i know it's we'll talk about the chase scene next we'll talk about the chase oh, scene like, next. that's there you that's, go that's keep the, it easy that's the secret of bluey it's a it's a funny little sort of kid show but there's big themes in there which kids don't need to know of course parents reflect on it yeah this episode's a huge one as I said, like this is every Saturday in my house. It was a few years ago anyway. It would be a you know a battle of wills between me and my daughters or kids, which then sort of blows up into a bit of a interpersonal disagreement with my wife. And then you have to sort of make that up. Because yeah, like parenting is, co-parenting is, is, is difficult because everyone sort of comes out with, mm. with their own ideas. And my wife's ideas are much better researched and they come from actually reading books and they're, they're sort of, they're more emotion based. Whereas mine are like, what can I, how can I dissolve this situation without having to get up off the couch? <laughs> you're, what's the, you're being pragmatic. What's these? I don't know. I'll this just what you're yell doing. across the room for them to right. get off because then I won't have to go over and like sit down. You guys are experiencing some big emotions. So that would involve me getting off the couch and using my whole ass as a parent. Stop. Um, <laughs> I do from time to time. I do. So I am curious. We'll, we'll lighten it up then. We'll lighten it up then, Mike, because I'm getting too heavy on you over here. There's nothing too heavy I about Blue. I want to talk about how one records that chase scene because we have fallen down noises we have yelling back and forth is this is this is is the animation all complete and then you're you're voicing over watching as it goes are you kind of improving some of the things that come out of stripes mouth like how does that process kind of work like you're gonna have to run faster than that if you want yeah Mm. no uh look this this um 
it all comes down to good directing from Joe and from Rich Jeffrey, um, because nothing's animated. We've got no, not even a storyboard. It's just a script at this at that stage, and oh, wow. have either Joe or Rich in the booth or in the the recording studio, sort of talking to you, and they. They just know the scripts so well. Obviously, Joe has written them, so he knows how he wants every line delivered. He knows the timings. He knows the inflections. And so he will, you know, he'll he'll let me have a go at it first, almost humouring you, and then go, yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> I'll do it like this. And he'll say the line, and you just kind of end up copying his style. And sometimes that's not always true. Like sometimes you, you add a lot of your own personal self to it. Um, but it's just them. They just know what they want from every line. And then they know they've recorded the other characters. They know they did it like this or they're going to do it like this. And so when we cut it all together, there also helps that they're both incredible animation or animators. Um, so they know exactly how the scene's probably going to play out when it does get animated. Because you get that a lot. You get a lot of people saying, all the actors must be in the same room together. It sounds like such a natural flow, but it's it's not. Everyone is recorded separately, different rooms, sometimes by Joe, sometimes by Rich, sometimes a combination. Uh, and it's it just comes down to really good directing. That's awesome. Was there, was there anything that was added to Stripe animation-wise based on you? Possibly... I'd imagine the stripe, the little grey stripe down is, is yeah. um, I think I kind of, I've got a bit of a crew cut at the moment. I'm, usually my hair's all kind of a bit ruffled up and messy looking. I think that sort of might motivate the half folded over ear of his. I was going <laughs> to, that could also, I, when I watch this episode. Younger kids, you know, so he's just the tireder dad between him and Bandit. Does he always have the flopped ear? I, I, I think so. When I watched it, I haven't. I think so. Mostly, but I, I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I don't It was like a final little note I took. I was like, is this ear always just a little? <laughs> because, like, he's been through some things. But that point sort of motivates something we said earlier that every dad wishes they were a bandit, but they're actually a stripe. Right. You, you, I read a lot of um, comments online saying, oh, stripe is such a bad parent the way he parents muffin and stuff, and bandits heaps better. But it's like, well, yeah, but bandits' kids are older. Stripes kids yep. are three and one, and that's that's a hard time to be a parent. Like, that's a, your kids are just little animals at that point. <laughs> There's no rationalization. It's it's whatever happens happens, and you're just trying to keep keep the walls from being not on fire. Yeah. She's three. She does not understand what the concept of time is, and that's that's a little blip of. She knows the concept of cow, boy, hat though. Yes, okay. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> I get with you. Yes. Well, that, that's good because Time Out, at least for, for us, Time Out was, again, the muffin age. Because that's a, if you have to stop doing stuff for five minutes, that feels like the end of the world at that age. Whereas they get a little bit older, you can get a little bit more creative with punishment. It's great. Yeah. It can turn into, you know, that Roblox tablet goes away for a couple days. That can turn into this and that. But when, when it's there, it's just... I think the most horrible punishment my kids ever suffered was about a three-minute timeout of just sit on the stairs and think what you did when you're three. <laughs> and that was the longest now, three minutes of your life ever. Is, is that how it works? <laughs> I learned it today, I think. Timeout is based on how many years you are old. And that's how many minutes you get for timeout. That, that's a great question for my wife because she's the one who told me the timelines when we do a timeout. So I'd have to sit by myself for 40 minutes. That'd be harsh. That's a, 
My my son told me today I was going to go to timeout, and my wife Carrie's like, "That's going to be thirty seven minutes." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, why?" I'll take forty two minutes of timeout any day of the week. My dude, hundred percent. But that like that's what's so great about this episode. It's like it's that joke of Stripe of Trixie saying, "We don't do timeout anymore." Stripe's like, "What? Since when?" It's that's true. It's like my wife kind of she's like the boss of how we sort of raise our kids, really. And she's got her methods and her methods update based on a, on a reading. But I'm just kind of following something she told me once and thinking, that's what we do. So I'm still like, oh, you got a timeout. But like she's moved on since timeout. But I don't, I don't know. That, that was 2021. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Long-standing psychological trauma <laughs> to my kids. So it's, it's a slight sidetrack. But uh, you, you made me think of it. Go for saying it. Saying how we don't do that anymore. That's followed up by you're never here. I'm not sure if it's canonically been said or if you just have a headcanon. What does Stripe do for work? Because they live in a ding-dang mansion up there. <laughs> so I'm curious what he's doing to bring in that cheddar. It's never been brought up in the show. Um, oh. So, I don't know. I think it's left to everyone's imagination. Well, it, what's it in your imagination? Oh, when you go to that place in your mind, Dan Brum Cannon. <laughs> well, he goes to Bali. He's got a house in Bali. Is he in imp yep. sports? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he's got he's got the camper. He's got the camper. He's got a nice looking yep. house. Certainly in face. Have Hulk, you he's seen? Got a pretty long upstairs hallway. He's buying buying Power Wheels for muffin. <laughs> it's right. Whatever he does. I'll, like you don't you don't have to you don't have to tell us he's laundering money for a cartel. But just you, wink just wink <laughs> twice. It's not a visual medium, but <laughs> you might need to uh, contact the, the writer on this one, I think. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Uh but no, the, but we get into that part where where it's and I it sounds like you are doing the smart thing, which is what we are also doing in our lives where following the lead but sometimes it's hard when you when you have that parenting moment where we're doing this if this doesn't happen this is the consequence but then you have that sidebar with 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 your missus or your, your partner that's not what we do that's not how we do it it goes from something that's a disagreement with a kid a kid who's in air quotes trouble to now you know having that hard conversation where hey let's put that on mute right now yeah so they can have that moment together and yeah because bandit recognized he's had a million of those with chili i bet and he knows mm. it's not easy like even today <laughs> breakfast were a bit of a sort of a free-for-all in our house of kids just eating whatever they want and we're trying to like make them eat healthier so i instituted this new sort of like breakfast menus for each day of the week with lots of options and stuff. And today was a smoothie. It's like everyone's looking forward to a smoothie day. But what turned into what should be this awesome thing <laughs> degenerated very quickly into a massive, every family member of the house arguing about what type of berries were going to go into the smoothie, which oh. to a serious Stripe and Trixie moment in the pantry with the kids away. Like, it's ridiculous. Parenting is ridiculous. You know, like, I'll take the leftovers. I don't care. This is what's going to be happening when you sign up to be a parent, that you'll have not a fight, but a heated discussion with your loved partner about why there isn't a certain type of berry in the smoothie because one kid doesn't like that berry. Or It's so... And it's 8, 12 in the morning. I know, I know, totally. But it's so important to get that stuff right. Yes. But that's why it's kind of funny when you're not in the moment anymore in hindsight it's funny oh. you just 
spent so much <laughs> at the emotional moment. energy saying, but blueberries are delicious. You like them in other things. <laughs> Why don't you like them in smoothies? It's the same berry. Now, is it, I mean, not to knock Stripe in the situation. I feel like that's sacrilege where we are right now. Stripe. But <laughs> it could be knocked in this situation, I think. Was there being a time frame for Muffin to do a cowboy hat a bad decision? Because that was a gorgeous cowboy hat she was creating. She was a. so close to being done. And she wasn't done. And he's like, setting a timer. He didn't tell her how long either. Yeah, that's right. He just said, setting a timer, babe. That's the, the Jordan Peterson chapter is never interrupt a kid when they're skateboarding. It's like mm. Stripe is interrupting Muffin mid-picture. And she's in her world. There's The other outside world doesn't exist to a kid who's drawing a picture like that. So it's it's never going to work. But that three-year-old will always be drawing that picture. And so at some point, you have to share it with their sister. And I've been doing this for 10 years now. I still don't know the correct way to do it. To, to <laughs> okay, like cool. If you guys know, please tell me. Um, <laughs> I, I was just impressed with Muffin in general for being able to get that high resolution of a cowboy hat going down from the tablet to the phone when she swiped Stripe's phone there. That was still a pretty silent <laughs> cowboy hat. <laughs> and I do uh, a, a fun thing because the, the animators on this are amazing. And I'm, I'm sure everything, it sounds like everything's very planned with, with what is done here, but I very much enjoyed Socks was just sitting there, yeah. drawing her flowers, no reaction to the world behind her. Yeah. And poor Bingo and Bluey, their hands are clasped together. They're in shock half the time. They're just concerned for the world that is happening. But Socks is like, dude, this is just a Saturday. Kind of like you're saying right there. She is used to yeah, the madness. I finally got the iPad. While all this mayhem's going on, I finally get this yep. thing and can just draw my pictures. Now's my time. I love and there's Fox. a full moment of zen with Socks. What a great you, I, I, I've seen a couple of posts here and there of just people said, watch Spacey Time, but just watch Socks. And <laughs> it's the most zen-filled episode. <laughs> Everything's cool. Everything's going on with Muffin. And Socks is just drawing her drawing the whole time. Yeah. She's oblivious to it all. That last line at the end. Yeah. Finished. What a picture. <laughs> but it's great. It's great, though, because... Tricks and Stripe, figure it out. We have that nice moment at the end where they, you can just, you're not hearing what they're saying, but just see the, the hands touch, the hug, and then Muffin, it's time to watch out because your parents are united. They're coming for you. I'm just curious for a quick round table. Oh, man. Phone ends up in the pool in that manner. What's the punishment there? Because <laughs> I think timeout might not be enough. What do you do these days? How do you how do you discipline kids these days? That's, that's, that's is, I still is, don't know. The way that she hits it too with Muffin is she shows she's three because she's her Muffin voice. She goes, saw we? Saw we. Like, yeah, it's a three-year-old then. Like, what? Accidents. You, oops. Like, oops, all days. <laughs> yeah. you, you can only do so much to a three-year-old being like, do you want me to teach you the concept of currency and what this? No. She doesn't know. She's like, I can't draw cowboy hats for a week. Uh, so no, no tech for a week. That's where I'm going. Yeah. I'm going tough, no, though. I don't think I'm tough. Gonna be Granted, I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, so that's that. I'm not in a three-year-old mindset where a week isn't a real amount of time. How did she drop it? Was it a trip? Was it she? Did she bump into Stripe's foot? Was it? Uh, I believe we tripped on something. I can't remember what. That's a that's a bad alley. Squeaky toy. I remember doing mm. the squeaky toy sound effects. I think she uh, squeaky toy. Thank you. 
Thank you. But that you wouldn't know you were there. That's, See, that's the thing. It's like, you know, yeah, that's it. You're not going to get your iPad this afternoon. And you're like, oh, hang on, <laughs> that's a punishment to me because that's, <laughs> that's my stuff on the squeaky toy. You broke my phone, but <laughs> <laughs> and 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 just the button they put on this one. It's Bingo's t- turn now because we know what happens when you hog. Just it comes full circle as a lot of these episodes do. Um, I, I we've got a couple questions for you in a minute, but I just want to give you a chance to close this up here on like final thoughts on Facey Time. Look, I love Facey Time. Um, it's obviously a big stripe episode, which is a lot of fun for me to do. Um, it's a very pretty. It's hilarious, but it's a very real depiction of parenting and. How do you, how do you solve these kind of things with the three-year-old who doesn't quite get reasoning and and, and logic? Um, maybe there is no actual answer. Maybe it's just a bit of a, it's like at the end when Trixie's like, "That's it, time out." Even though she doesn't do time out anymore, it's like, "What do you do? <laughs> what do you what do you say to someone who's three-year-old that's just dropped your phone in the pool, that's just gone outrageously too far?" Um, Should have had the pool cover on it. I think I think that's yeah that's right I think that's it it's like this episode it's like there's almost no rhyme or reason to parenting at this stage I love it I love it so I have to ask a question that everybody needs to know just a bit of advice in being Uncle Stripe how do you give advice to the entire world as the father of Muffin what advice do you give to a Muffin's father yeah, right. From Uncle Stripe. Well, that's the thing. I was a Muffin's father. And I think I was uh, probably wildly just trying to survive the period. But certainly my wife's advice that she gives me now, which is applicable very much to that age, but to my current age, which is 10, 8, and 4, is just lower your expectations. You know, I think a lot of my problems is expecting too much from kids and particularly a three-year-old who hasn't quite understood and is entirely self-oriented and this is coming from a huge muffin fan also i'm like yeah massive muffin she is who she is yeah totally she's wild and wild and outrageously funny and and we all the way she's kind of she's learning the emotional side of things but they don't have that dialed in yet and i think lower your expectations so don't think that they have this rational mind to them because they don't it's developing and uh if you're not surprised by that i think you'd be you'd go through a lot less angst that's awesome well do you have a can i do a follow-up question yeah do you have a favorite stripe episode Ooh. that you've done and obviously squash is it's so good too but look um, squash is off the board yeah I, I do i really i love squash that's a true story like joe and i used to play a lot of squash and you just you could not beat him um, <laughs> i beat him this one time and it was like i still brag about that one time hundred <laughs> i beat him um so i love squash you know slight i actually love fairy tale which is a stripe episode but it's not me yeah. it's the younger version because it's just, it's such a great 80s flashback without being a kind of a corny 80s flashback. Yeah. Um, and again, that was me and my two brothers. I'm the youngest and I did. I got teased a lot by Joe, who's, who's the middle brother, um, playfully sometimes. But I just, I really feel that episode. And I think it's just such a, 
such a yeah, it's a, such a beautiful little episode. So it's kind of a stripe episode, but kind of not a stripe episode. Oh, it's acceptable. Come on, <laughs> take that answer. Well, we do have what we do every episode. Our final three questions would start off with Dan. What was your favorite thing about Facey Time? I mean, I love favorite that, moment, favorite line, anything. Lying on the couch, texting, and then that that groan as he <laughs> as he gets up <laughs> off the couch. That that cracks me up. That line every time. But I love socks. Socks is just this beautiful, calm one-year-old in her own world that's finally probably lives under the shadow of a wild uh, miscreant daughter a lot, and she's finally been left her own devices on this thing. And yeah, she's, it's beautiful to watch her. Greg, what about you? What's your favorite thing? Uh, my favorite thing was when Bandit just showed up, seeing what was going on, watching the screen, just laughing like classic Stripe. Just he, he drops the classic Stripe a few times here and there through multiple episodes, and it's just it's 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 up there for one of those fun little Bandit one-liners. The little laugh is like, ha I can see a little brother struggling with the kiddos. <laughs> Been there, done that. Classic Stripe. Hey, Mike, what was your favorite thing? I would say over under. He says classic Stripe at least seven times in the entire <laughs> seasons like just plops it here and that classic story. my favorite part was cow boy <laughs> hat it's <laughs> she just pushes the limit and she knows she's gone too far she's like you know what Thelma Thelma and Louise let's hold hands and go over the cliff she and the intensity on her face she she is going to be a titan of industry she does not intimidate boy. Yeah, if, if you've got a muffin, they're going to grow up to be a, a BA kiddo. So, Greg, a little, little inside, little inside um, story is that muffin cupcake healer. Yes, that's we didn't even bring that up. And they were doing that line. It was muffin healer. And then Joe sort of said, oh, what would muffin's middle name be? And the kid who plays muffin just went cupcake. <laughs> oh, the best. That's amazing. Come up with such an excellent middle name for muffin than cupcake. <laughs> Nobody, like, you could spend six hours in a writing room being like, <laughs> muffin. We had, Bluey, we had Bluey Christine. Muffin. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But cupcake, that kiddo, it, again, they're going to be a writer. They're going to have their own show someday. Socks, mitten, healer. <laughs> Greg, I mean, not to, not to name two names there but who's your favorite character of the episode then i gotta know my, my favorite character it, it and it might just be because i'm staring at him but uncle stripe this is a great stripe episode this is from just laying down on the couch staring at the phone to chasing around to since when don't we time out to just that really good moment it was he was he was all over the place he was a strong character yeah and, and even just the small things like if you don't stop i'm gonna turn this call right off and then all the kids yells like okay 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 yeah like he, he's not trying to escalate the situation he's trying to de-escalate and just can't get there stripe is stripe is the everyman in this episode so that's my favorite hey mike who's your favorite i don't know i see dan thinking right now yeah well i it sounds very self-involved to say stripe myself but you're right like he's kind of all of us dads in this episode like He's not as well floppy ear on his as his wife, and he maybe isn't the primary sort of disciplinarian or kind of you know model setter. But he's trying really hard. He's, he wants his wife to go out and enjoy herself wherever Trix is going. He's trying hard. He doesn't quite know all the right strategies, but he's he's sincerely wants to be a better dad. As you hear him in the in the bathroom with Trix going, "This is how I do it." Like it might not be the way Trix reckons is the right way to do it or is the correct way to do it, but he's trying really hard. 
And I think that sums up a lot of us dads is that we're trying really hard. We all have busy lives, obviously. Um, and we're trying our best at something that's pretty tricky, particularly with kids that age. It's a, that's a hard gig. Yeah. And I, I don't want to boo his tricky there, but she does say you're not doing it right. And <laughs> I, I, love I kind of really didn't yeah, like that line. Tough. Do it wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> How am I? I'm parenting. Okay, I'll I'll re undo. It's it's a difficult stage to get to that point in time to be like I am a good parent, and she's like you're not doing it right. Are you are you making it a three for three for Uncle Stripe then? No, my favorite character is socks. So oh, okay, that's socks that's acceptable. That's acceptable. Yeah, you, actually, you know what? I'm gonna backpedal and say it's muffin. Muffin is just unbelievable. Let's go, baby. One of my funniest bluey moments is that. Yeah, switch that thing off right now. And then the pink monkey appears on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla man. She's just like, take it. I'm going to take this to the next level. <laughs> I'm doing a monkey man <laughs> bikini on my dad. And then even just the when the timer goes off, you're switching off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Not even a word, just a noise. Yes. I don't think I've ever been given such like a cold-blooded stare as saying, well, we're just going to turn it off then. And everybody goes, No! <laughs> The way that they just, the entire group, Bluey and Bingo, was, do not do that. You cannot undo what we're doing. Yeah, Stripe very quickly realizes the error of that moment, too. And we, we skipped over it really quick, but uh, Go for we, it. we were talking about being in the restroom, too, before we see how we rank this episode. In the States, when this first dropped in the States, they actually, I'm not sure if you know this, they edited out the scene with Trixie sitting on the toilet. Like that was just I had too much, I guess, for Disney. It's back because I watched it today and I was like, oh, they did it. But we, between that and the the horse pooping in markets, some sometimes yeah. we gotta we gotta release those special cuts. There is quite a few special cuts actually. As the sound guy, I had to I remember having to sort of change a few episodes here and there. And is Dad Baby playing in America at the moment? No, <sighs> no Dad Baby, no teasing, no poop cut, no snip cut. You've seen Dad Baby though, right? You too? Oh yes, so good. That is, uh, of course. <laughs> is an uns quality pet episode. I, I, I say around my house too a lot. That's not teasing. That, that episode <laughs> hits home in a big way. <laughs> but before we get too off track, because I know you've got a, a life to get to, you've got you're just having breakfast and we're about to have dinner. Yeah. Mike, oh, yeah. how do you rank? Well, let's, let's show Dan how we do this. How do you rank this episode? Mm, I think in the end, after all that. I want to rank this episode 37 minutes of timeout that I learned that I get to have today <laughs> because that's that's the time that I've allotted my years on age. So that's the way I got to do it. What about Dan? How do you rank this episode? Of I'm going to give it one great big cowboy hat. I love this episode. I think uh, <laughs> it's even just for that line of tricks is of like, oh, I read it on a blog. Like, everything is so well timed and just and uh yeah, i love it it's such a great episode what about you greg i can't i don't remember what episode you said it was because it's a weird one i rank this one a lovely field of flowers drawn by socks oh <laughs> dan thank you so stinking much we appreciate you we appreciate your time anything you would like to plug mm. other than the show bluey which i think we're all pretty down yeah for. i think that <laughs> That about covers it. No, no, no. But it's great to chat with you guys. Thanks for uh, having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Uh oh, Greg got to do his last thing though. 
Um, appreciate it. Really quick on our side, linktr.ee slash watching bluey shirts, merch, socials, TikTok, all that good stuff. P.O. Box 2372 Syracuse, New York, 13220. Send us the postcard, send us whatever. We like it. it makes our heart love happy. it. Understand. Give us your takes, your feels, watchingbluey at gmail.com. And lastly, here he is, folks. And most importantly, my dude. If your three year old throws your phone in the pool, be sure to take it to TMH, Best Mobile Repairs in, ooh, oh. Anner Lake, Anner Lake, Queensland? Did I nail it? Oh, Annerley, there you go. Hey. Oh. <laughs> the Mobile Hub is a chain of stores since 1912, specializing in immediate repairs of smartphones, tablets, 1912? desktops. Hang on. Or 2012, that too. Whoops. <laughs> and gadget repair. I love you. Themobilehub.com.au. Dan, not again, appreciate you. Our, uh, I, I, it might be weird to hear Uncle Stripe say this, but we have an outro that we do when we finish up. We say it's got to be done. So, hey, Dan, I'd like to talk to you for a couple more hours, but it's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. It's gotta be done.